This is Cole. And this is Ron. We are the creative team. Asking the tough questions like, Hey Cole. Yeah, Ron? What if Hulkamania never ran wild? Hey, Ron. Yes, Cole? What if Rick wasn't ravishing? That's rude. (laughs) Hey, Cole, I got an idea. I can see that. Hey, Ron, I got an idea. I love it. My sister, Candace Murray. Look, up in the sky, it's the creative team. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back here with the creative team. I am your host, Cole Dawson, and with me, as always, my hashtag team partner, Ron Kilborn. Ronald, how you doing today? Oh, man, we came in hot last week. We uh, had our top 10 debuts. I was really excited, but I'm even more excited today because, you know, friendship is kind of out the door. Uh, we're <laughs> This is one of our favorite things to do because, you know, we're, we're cutthroat. We get to actually go after each other and steal talent. And we're basically putting on our own shows, and we're competing against each other. So this is one of my favorite things to do. I'm excited for today. How are you feeling about the new creative team draft, sir? Uh, I absolutely love it, Uh, and and I like that we've narrowed it down to a single year this time. We are going to be doing the year 2002, which, of course, is uh, arguably the greatest WrestleMania of all time, WrestleMania 18. Uh, but what's cool about 2002 is that this is the year that TNA kind of becomes a thing. This was a really cool and interesting year in the business. This is when Ring of Honor also kind of hit the mainstream attention. So, uh, or the consciousness of mainstream attention, I guess. So this is going to be a really interesting draft because this is the first draft without Bret Hart. So we won't have to kill each other for not getting Bret Hart. And also, like, this is, you know, kind of our most modern uh, uh, you know, fantasy thing we've done so far. So I'm really excited for it. I, we do have to say there were, there were, uh, there, you know, there was some wrestling this news this week. Uh, unfortunately, sadly, uh, new Jack has passed away. He had a heart attack down there in uh, North Carolina. And, uh, I feel it, it's, I, I'm kind of happy that the last year happened for new Jack because he really kind of had a little bit of a resurgence into the mainstream. He's one of those characters that gets kind of lost in the shuffle of wrestling history. But, I mean, New Jack was a heat magnet. This dude really was one of the most entertaining performers of all time. He, you know, stole the show every night he was out there. And, and, and you know, for, for good or for better or for worse, he's one of the first guys who really put the, you know, the stunts kind of in wrestling it, and that we see all the time now and uh he was doing it without a crash pad so that was nice but uh so a little sad sad way to start off the show um but you know rest in peace new jack and uh ron you have anything to say about uh your fandom and new jack new jack was a hell of a character and i think his stories outside the ring maybe outweigh his in-ring career but you know that's uh that's what brought him to the dance. Like some of the craziest things I've ever seen in ECW involved New Jack. Some of the craziest like promos I've ever seen in ECW involved New Jack. Heart goes out to his family. That's all you could really do, right? Were you with me when he wrestled out here in Southern California? I was. I think that was War, right? Yes, it was at War. So he did. He had two appearances. The first one he did a run in and just kind of a promo. 
And uh, it's one of my favorite promos in the history of ever because he was drunk off of his ass to the point where he was just like leaning on the radio. He goes, man, I'm drunk, motherfuckers. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, I do remember oh. that. And, and then one of our favorite moments when he beat the ever-loving piss out of black metal and ripped his mask off and literally sent him to the locker room to cry like a bitch. Um well deserved and i'm just i'm so glad that the dark side of the ring episode happened and we got a more behind the scenes and you just see that new jack is let's say he's a little bit of a misunderstood character but he's also an insane person but uh he definitely tiptoed on that line between reality and fake and uh made everyone a believer and you knew when new jack was out there just about anything could happen and uh he will be missed and Ah, oh, it's always rough to start the show with a, you know, a death announcement. But unfortunately, in the wrestling business, that's kind of way it goes. There's life and death, but there's going to be war today because, you know, this O2 draft was such a fun idea because it's arguably one of my favorite years in wrestling. But this was harder than I thought because the drafts in the past were like time periods instead of just a yes. singular singular year. But this year, so many stacked rosters everywhere everybody was working it felt like like wwe alone i forgot how stacked they were at the time and oh I, for sure i'm so excited and it was such a hard um it was a hard process to like order these guys because like you said tna is a thing roh is becoming a thing i'm uh hoping i get to come away with most of what i want <laughs> good luck yeah, there's going to be a lot of overlap here just because of the singular year, but I think that's what makes this more challenging. But, you know, I think we've preambled enough. We should get right to it. But first, we have a special guest to go over the rules of this draft, so we're going to take it away right now. Thank you, Cole Dawson. We're going to go over the rules. Snake draft rules. Winner of coin toss decides who starts. Starting player gets one. Second player gets two. Tag teams count as one pick and must be used as a unit and not split them later. So if you're bold enough to draft the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov, you better fucking use them both in a tag team. Actually, two picks per round until each player has 20. And if you don't pick the Iron Sheik for your show, then your show sucks and you should be disqualified. Actually. The players book their eight-match card with their 20-man roster and the judges will decide a winner. Best two out of three wins the 2002 Fantasy Draft. Fuck you. All right. Thank you, Iron Sheik, for explaining the rules. Uh, that what was you, a lot of fun. What are you talking um, about? That, I, was, that was really him. <laughs> yes, the Iron Sheik. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my, my last thought about 2002 before we start picking and uh, do the coin flip and all that bullshit um, is that this is kind of a cool period because there were still – a lot of the legends from like the 80s and 90s and then this is also the beginning of great careers for a lot of guys that are still in it today so this is like you know exactly 20 years ago um so we've get you know we've got guys from 40 years ago we got guys that are still good today so this is just a great great exciting draft i'm really excited for the possibilities here um so, yeah, I'm ready to go. You ready for the coin toss, Ronald? I am, and as you can tell, I'm looking for said coin. So I'm hoping you're near a coin. <laughs> yeah, I got one right here. Heads or tails? Heads. 
Heads it is, Ronald. It is your choice. Do you want to go first, or do you want to have the two picks? Oh, I'm going to pick first. All right, Ronald, you have the first pick. Round one, 2002 Fantasy Draft. Who are you going with? 2002 was a big year for me because one of my favorites returned after a four-year absence, and my number one is Shawn Michaels. Oh, man. Now, see, this is where uh, you kind of outsmarted me here because Shawn's return happened after Mania. Um, he was not very high up on the PWI 500 list, so... He actually slipped my memory, and you probably could have taken him 20th and still got him. But uh, no one's going to argue with Shawn Michaels <laughs> as the number one pick of this draft. Um, but that's cool because that gives me literally everybody at my disposal that I had on my list. So I'm just going to start right off with my number one pick, Eddie Guerrero. Oh, that was my number two. <laughs> of course it was. And now this is where things get tricky because there's so much talent here. Oh, man, this is a really tough call. But we're talking about 2002. I'm going to still go with Stone Cold Steve Austin as my number two pick. Jesus, that's my number three. <laughs> so, yes, we're having a lot of overlap here. <laughs> okay, well. But, but now you get two picks. And, that's uh, right. Two picks for Ron. Okay, well, uh, we are 2002, and uh, this was the show stealer of WrestleMania, and I better swipe him up before you take any more of the top talent. I'm going with Hollywood Hulk Hogan. That is, that. you know, I gotta say, you taking Hogan this early is a little bit of a surprise for me. Um, I, was, I, I picked Austin hoping... That you wouldn't pick Hogan, but uh, you got me, bud. <laughs> I did. I did. And for my number two pick for this round, I think I'm going to have to go with the guy that had the best year in 02 from debut to SummerSlam, and I got to go with the next big thing, Brock Lesnar. Fantastic. Uh, Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan, Brock Lesnar, one, two, three on any roster means that you've got uh, drawing power, you've got work rate, and you've got an attraction. So this is a, a pretty strong start to your card there. Um, now I'm going to go with the PWI 500 number one wrestler of 2002. And I'm going with RVD, who opened up WrestleMania 18 with one of my favorite matches. One of the matches that I actually picked uh, for our WrestleMania draft to open my show. Um, love me some RVD and he was over brother back at this point. So, uh, I will go with RVD and then I need to probably go with a little more star power. So I'm going to fuck with you and I'm going to take the rock right now Shit. as my fourth pick. So now I've got some top guys. I got work rate and, uh, this is already shaping up to be a lot of fun. <laughs> it is. And it's, it's heartbreaking because literally my next two drafts were the rock and Van Damme. <laughs> And seriously, not even joking for the episode. Uh, so now I I think um, I think there's one more guy in WWE that like I need to swipe, and then I just kind of started branching out after that. So I'm gonna go ahead and take him right now. One of the main events that never gets talked about at WrestleMania that year. And I'm gonna go with Christopher Jericho. 
That was my next pick. So, Tremendous. Yes, we, are, we are stepping all over each other's dicks right now. <laughs> Absolutely. I am going with, we're going to TNA now, and I'm going to take the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels. Ooh, that is definitely uh, one of my favorites of all times. As we, as our our listeners who have followed us for a while know, you had a fantastic wrestling match with Christopher Daniels yourself. What year was that match, if you can kind of remember? Uh, that match was 2006. Uh, it it was it was good times. You know, uh, I I literally found out that I was having it like two nights prior, and uh, just I got to work with him at the peak of his fallen angel years. Uh, he had the uh, X division title with him at the time. It was fun. Yeah, and and I got to meet Chris at a Ring of Honor show a couple years ago. My sister was working. Uh, she it was a pay per view. Uh, she was working in Vegas uh, for Ring of Honor, and so I got to meet him and tell him to his face um, what I actually thought of him. And I told him, I said, I, in all my years of being a wrestling fan, watching all the old school stuff, watching everything to this day, he is by far the best wrestler I've ever seen at being able to have a match with his opponent, their kind of match. Like Christopher Daniels could literally wrestle anybody, any style. Um, I watched him have a great match um, with Kevin Nash um, at UPW years ago. I watched him have great matches with all the X Division wrestlers. I watched him have great matches with old school guys. Like Christopher Daniels is just one of those guys that if he's in there Whoever he's in there with, he's going to be able to match their style, make them look like a million bucks, and steal the show night after night after night. So um, he would be one of my top draft picks anytime, but especially if we were building a roster. He's one of those glue guys that you just can't be without. He's like, you know, he's like a, an Owen Hart back in the day. Kind of, you know, it, he's just great, and I love him, and he's a great guy. Everyone I know that's friends with him says he's a great guy. So. Uh, absolutely, Christopher Daniels. Um, so I'm uh, surprisingly, I'm going to stay kind of in the WWE mode at this point. And uh, I need to get me some Kurt Angle right here, which may be a little bit of a surprise to you. <laughs> I mean, not really. I mean, Kurt Angle was on top of his game back then and, you know, most of his career, too. But, uh, yeah, he was definitely on my list. I'm crossing him off now as a heartbreaker. I didn't think he'd be this high up on your list, but, uh, you know, here we are. Damn it. <laughs> but now, now, just, just to piss you off, I'm taking The Undertaker right now. <laughs> oh, damn it. Damn it. And I'm pretty sure you're going to book them against each other, too, because they stole the year 2002 and 2003 against each other. I mean, we'll see. There's a lot of there's a lot out here. You know, I, I don't want to I, I you know, I'm going into this one for the first time without really having a plan as to who I'm thinking I want to wrestle each other. So we oh. shall see. But uh... see, see, like I had like three matches like planned out and that, and they're all gone now. So now I completely yes. have to revamp <laughs> my whole my whole show. So. Um, all right. So my next two, I think for this pick. I'm going to go with AJ Styles. Oh, now that that's a heartbreaker. Good. And we're just going to keep the heartbreak going because I think at this time oh, in WWE... No. Don't do it. In, in this time in WWE, I know he's on your list somewhere, but, you know, I think I might as well just swipe him now. I'm going to go with the Japanese buzzsaw, Tajiri. God dang it. Yes, Tajiri 
Uh, well documented. He's one of my five favorite wrestlers to ever watch. So he definitely is was on my list. Um, but I still have some of my favorites on my list, so we'll be okay. Um, but when you said you were going to kill me right now, I was just deadly worried that you were going to take this person. So I'm just going to get it done now so I don't have to worry about it anymore. I am taking the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. Fuck. I put him right on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think he'd be on your radar. I went through the list. I went through the PWI 500, and I did, like, the top 100, and I made a list, and I had about 40 people after. I said, okay, I'm going to look at TNA results. I'm going to look at Ring of Honor results just to see, and I got some real gems off the Ring of Honor results shows there Um, because this was, like, the heyday of Ring of Honor, their best roster. This is when they really took off in popularity. So this is going to be a fun list all the way to the bottom. Um, but 2002, I think the match of the, of this year took place early in January and it was in new Japan and it's one of the greatest matches I've ever seen in my life. And so I'm going to take one of those participants, one of my all time favorites, Kiji Muto. All right. Excellent. Not on my list. I know. I know. He's one of those. I know I could probably take him 20th. But he doesn't deserve that treatment. So he's my eighth pick, and now I'm going to let you have someone you want. Okay, tremendous. Well, I'm going to I'm going to take someone I want, and I'm going to take someone I know you might be having on your list just because of where you went last round. So I'm going to do that first, and this next pick is going to be Nigel McGinnis. Oh, my God, I forgot Nigel. You forgot Nigel. Terrible fan. Anyway, I figured that was going to be next when you said Brian Danielson, but oh, 100%. Now see, he didn't I didn't he wasn't on any of the Ring of Honor uh cards that I looked at, but I know he was around and he is absolutely if I was to have like a top 10 favorite wrestlers, he's probably on that list. So, tremendous. And let's stay on that side of the pond. We're going to go with William Regal. Damn it. Yes, two of my favorite five on your list. That's upsetting, but I got Mudo, I got Guerrero, I got Angle, and I got The Undertaker, so fuck you. <laughs> you might as well holster your fuck yous for later. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got plenty of them coming, which, you know, this the, my favorite thing about doing this with you specifically is that, um, you know, you're not really a big sports fan, so you haven't been doing these fantasy drafts for the last, you know, 15, 20 years of your life. <laughs> so you haven't dealt with this frustration and heartache like I have for 20 years now. And uh, so this is a lot of fun. Oh, man. Okay, see, now is where things start to get a little tricky because there's there weren't a lot of tag teams at this point. So I'm not sure that any of us are going to be picking tag teams. I oh, did not. man. Spoiler alert, I did not. Well, see, now you just gave me a strategy. I just pick my 19th and 20th pick tag teams, and we're good. <laughs> okay, I got to do this because in all of our drafts so far, we have basically flat out completely disrespected this human being. <laughs> oh, I know where you're going. <laughs> but in 2002, the main event of WrestleMania <laughs> was Triple H and Chris Jericho, and you got Jericho, so I'm taking Triple H, damn it. <laughs> He's all mine. Yeah, I probably I probably would have not had a match for him like I had the last few times <laughs> I drafted him. Oh, that's so sad. This is my 10th 
And, uh, okay. At this point in time, um, I did not really been an ECW fan. I had never really watched it back in 2002, but this is like right when I first started getting into tape trading and I was getting to see those, those well, let, me cut you, let me cut you Go off ahead. there because uh, no one was watching ECW 2002 because they weren't. Well, they no, were. no, but I didn't watch it when it happened is what <laughs> oh, I mean. Like, so, okay. gotcha. so like I was not a fan of ECW in the nineties. I didn't watch it. Um, you know, I, I, I bought into the Jerry Lawler promos that it was garbage wrestling and I didn't need to watch that shit. But at, around this time, you know, that TNA was happening and, uh, I, I started tape trading. So I started discovering all these ECW guys. Well, TNA put a guy in my eyeballs for the first time who is just one of the all time best wrestlers I've ever seen. Um, my sister was kind enough to get me an autographed photo of this person at a, at a wrestling show she was doing. It's one of the few times she actually went up to someone and was like, hey, my brother fucking loves you. He thinks you're great. Can I just get an autograph? And uh, Jerry Lynn signed an autograph for me. I have the photo. And uh, at this point, uh, Jerry Lynn was stealing all of the shows at TNA with AJ Styles and a couple other guys. And so my 10th pick is Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn was on my list, so that's a bit of a heartbreaker as well. So I'm going to go with my next two from the top, and I think these, uh, I, I could have sworn these guys would have been swiped up by now for 2002, but my next two, I'm going to go with the big guy from TNA. I'm going with Samoa Joe. Oh. And then for my next oh. pick, my next pick, we're going back to WWE, and this was his debut year, and he was on fire. I'm going to go with Rey Mysterio. Yes, sir. Yeah, both of those guys were on my list. Those are those are both a uh, little bit heartbreaking there, especially Samoa Joe. I put a big star next to him. Damn it. <laughs> Samoa Joe, Rey Mysterio, that is a, a solid pick there. Um, I'm going to go with someone. This is when his singles run really kind of started, and I think he found a little bit of his voice around this time. Um, I, You know, We've talked about him a lot on the show. I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of his. God damn but, it. Uh, I'm going with Edge. Jesus. Edgeward. <laughs> Edgeward. You know, great heel. Absolutely phenomenal heel. And uh, in today's world of wrestling, he's a bigger star than anybody. So I'm going with Edge. That is my 11th pick. So my 12th pick. Now I am going to go a little bit with my heart here. And uh, I'm going to pick uh, Misawa. All right. Since you took the drawing power of the team that should have won the tag brackets, I'm going to go with the workhorse of that team, and I'm going to go with Christian, and then I'm going to go with my heart for the second pick, and I'm going to take Low-Key. Beautiful pick. Yeah, I mean, for me, in 2002, Low-Key, Jerry Lynn, AJ Styles are what put TNA on the map. I mean, that's... I we that was tape trading like that that happened immediately like I was like okay on TNA I hadn't really jumped on board yet and our good friend Ta Dave the Tiger Man Smith brought over the tape of that match and we all watched it and jizzed ourselves and then I think we watched every week after that yeah TNA 2002 was absolutely something to behold and so I'm a little mad at you but uh, we'll we'll live uh, another okay so a guy 2002 I'm just gonna do it. Um, I know this guy's not on your list, so I know this is a bit of a wasted pick. Um, but he was incredible. He participated in some of the, the TNA World Cup things that they did. 
But at this point, I was watching CMLL every weekend just to watch Shocker work. So I'm going with Shocker. I know a shocking pick, but. Uh... Uh... <laughs> oh, running out of guys that I really uh, have some kind of an attachment to. So I'm just going to go with it. I'm going to go with a little bit of star power. I'm going to go with the five-time, 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 five-time champion, Booker T. I'm a, I'm ashamed to say he didn't make my list. <laughs> I am ashamed to say it. And it's funny, you know, I really should have wrote more names down because, you know, I didn't take into consideration that, that this was going to be so difficult and that like, you can literally take half the roster that I want. Yes. So you, yes. you you have to have like 15 reserves on, on hand and I'm literally writing them as I go. <laughs> <laughs> so man, I think I'm going to pick with one of the four that I just written down because I don't know. I don't know if this, if these next guys on my original list will be on there. Maybe some like further down the road. So I'm just going to take a shot in the dark and go with the two guys that debuted this year but went on to become huge stars so i think if i book them correctly i will get the most out of them in 02 so my first one is going to be randy orton Ooh. and then it's a toss-up between these next two because one went on to be the guy from that point forward and the other one went on to be you know a pretty big name and then became like a bigger name outside but i think for my taste I think I'm going to go with John Cena. That is a phenomenal pick by you because he was about to come off the board. Oh, man. Trying to figure out who I could put this guy with that would be interesting and entertaining. And, oh, man, this is tough. But, uh, yeah, 2002, I know you and I, you were a part of this. Uh, this guy, as a personality and just everything he was, we thought he was going to be the biggest star ever. And he did eventually go to WWE, but they shit the bed with him and had no idea what to do with him, even though he had the most natural charisma I've ever seen. He was, you know, a former NFL player, so he was big as a house. And uh, he invented maybe the coolest move ever that just is the most nonsensical thing, but it worked. The pounce. I'm going God with damn it. Monty Brown. <laughs> God damn it. He was at the very bottom, and I had a whole fucking spiel for him too i was like this is my most guiltiest pleasure wrestler ever oh. and it's monty brown god damn it and i had a spot oh. for him too god damn it anyway <laughs> oh man you really pounced on that one. <laughs> oh, your reaction made that pick so much sweeter too like <laughs> god damn it Hearing just the pissed in your voice makes it so much sweeter. Oh, there's so much urine in my tone right now. Oh, piss and vinegar. God. All right, then. You know what? I think I may have found something that might work. Uh, spoiler alert, but uh, this was a good time for it. And if we're making a new star, there's no better way to do it than with maybe the longest running star in the history of the business. I'm going with the nature boy, Ric Flair. Oh, damn it. <laughs> He was one of the ones I just wrote down, too, on my side notepad, too. I was like, oh, shit, player taker at Mania that year. Let's do it. Yes. Uh, a really great match, too. Yes. It really and was good. This is getting tough. Um, so I think that my next guy, I think I'm going to have to reach into some TNA again because you're obviously going there. Um, this guy, I think, has the biggest repeated highlights from the TNA days. He would have such good matches with all the kids today. 
And I'm going to go with Elix Skipper. Oh, oh, there's a deep pull right there. Yes, I got some plans for him. Well, that, yeah, that's good. That's one that would have never made my list. But Monty Brown did shit. Yes, yes, because Monty <laughs> Brown had the personality and was, you know, he, he did some main events. He was there in TNA. He had a chance. But, like, Elix Skipper for me was one of those guys that, like, that, that kind of falls in the vein to me of a Jeff Hardy where, like, he does cool stuff, but he's not very technically sound. Like, he's not you know, real clean, pure. He's not necessarily a good wrestler, but he does cool stuff. And so it works for me, you know, it gets over, but I, it, it, I just, I don't know. Elix Skipper was kind of a miss for me. It was one of those guys I thought was like, eh, I don't understand why people are so into this, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, then you might have the same opinion of the next guy. Uh, I think I'm just going to take the final debut in WWE that made a big star. And I'm going to go with Batista. Now, see, the reason Batista, the only reason Batista didn't make my list is because in 2002, he was Deacon Batista. So I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I thought the same thing about Randy and John Cena because they were just nowhere and nothing then as well. John Cena was wearing the colorful tights every week and Randy was doing his uh, Randy Orton uh, updates with his broken arm. Uh, so, yeah. so, yeah, no, uh, I, I feel you, but you know, it's our it's our show, man. It's our show. So I think you have the next picks. Yes, that is that is my seventeenth and eighteenth. We are coming to the end very quickly here. Uh, I think this is our our fastest draft so far, as well. But uh, okay, okay, we got to go with some star power for two thousand two. Um, this is also another one of those options that could be fun with some of the talent that I already have on here. Um, I, and I, I thought that this guy had one of the better matches at WrestleMania that year. Um, I'm going DDP. All right. I know that his, his WWE run overall wasn't, you know, handled real great. He wasn't booked real well, but, uh, I thought his stuff with Christian was really good and he obviously could still go. Cause they, I, for me, it might've been my favorite match from WrestleMania bell to bell anyway. I mean, Rock and Hogan is, you know, just that's a different level, different kind of match. But maybe my favorite wrestling match, DDP Christian, WrestleMania 18. Fantastic. So, you know what? I'm going to do it because I really like this guy. I, I think he's one of those guys that never takes a night off in the ring. He always goes balls to the wall, always does something ridiculous, always takes a ridiculous bump where he looks like he died, but he always walks away just fine. I'm going to go with Paul London. All right, we are getting down to the wire here. So this guy did have, this guy was around in 02, and he's one of my favorites, but some would say 02 wasn't a good year for him. But I'm going to take him because I think I can utilize him well. I'm going to go with Scott Hall. And then, man, it's funny. We alluded to the fact that this guy could definitely get drafted last last week. But when is he going to come up for you, and should I take him now? Well, I've only got two picks left, so if you don't take him and I'm going to pick him, it's going to be now. <laughs> well, I'm going to take Jeff Jarrett. <sighs> Damn it. I just looked to you, and I was like, we kind of promised. <laughs> 
And I just, I just think I keep going. I'm like, oh, I'm going to take him. Oh, no, I got to take this guy. I got to take this. Uh, yeah. Jeff Jarrett, solid pick. Uh, I mean, obviously TNA wouldn't exist without Jeff Jarrett and, and, and maybe not 2002, but 2003 for Jarrett was absolutely incredible. Um, that's when he did the stuff with Raven and they like tripled their pay-per-view numbers and it was really good. Um, yeah, Jeff Jarrett was definitely going to be picked if you didn't take him right there. So, oh, so now it's up to me and it's my last two picks. And this is tough, really tough because I have a lot of guys that are with my heart. And then there were some other guys that are much bigger names. Oh, but it's my show. So I'm going with Steve Carino. Had a real good run at Ring of Honor at this time. One of his last big runs. I love Steve Carino. Um, and I'm going to get some heat on this show with Steve Carino. So that brings me to my 20th and final pick. Man. <laughs> oh, man, this is tough because this list that's left is just... You know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do something because I just got inspiration for a match. Uh, I'm going with Ken Shamrock. Might be a little ankle lock battle on my uh, on my card. I could, I could see that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ron. It is the last pick, the very last pick. It is your pick, number twenty, Ron. Oh wow! It is my it is my twentieth pick. Wow! I thought I had it. I thought I had twenty already. The world is literally my oyster. Yes, you have you have the the pick of the litter of who's left. Man, who do you go with? 2002, you got TNA, you got WWFE, whatever. You also got Ring of Honor out there. You got some, you got some free agents going around doing some, doing some shit. Man, see, there was a debut in O2 that I loved so much, but then like the follow up was disappointing, and it's disappointing across the board. And I'm looking at this list. I'm like, what could I do with him? He was such a he was such an imposing character, but you know his track record speaks for itself. So do I get the star with a disappointing follow up, or do I get someone that was on fire this year in TNA and contributed a whole lot to the evolution of bell to bell work? And I think for this roster, I should probably go with that. So my final pick for the O2 draft, I'm going to go with the Amazing Red. Oh, beautiful pick. And just for our listeners, uh, the person he went over on, you know, as I was pondering there, was Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner had a fantastic debut at Survivor Series that year, and it was so freaking cool. But again, <laughs> the follow-up was something yeah it was not so good <laughs> no no yeah it's uh it was not the business but yep that'll be my final guy the amazing red and see that's cool because right off the bat just looking at your at your roster now when i see amazing red and i'm just thinking about the possibility of Ray, amazing red versus ray mysterio or tajiri versus low-key like I'm just looking at you have some undercard shit on yours. The possibilities are fantastic. So I'm a little jealous. I think this might be the first draft where maybe quite possibly you have a little more work rate than I do. 
So uh, they, this could be a really interesting shakeup. This might be like the last draft we did where where I kind of booked the show the way I would think you would, and you booked the show the way I thought I would. <laughs> well, you cheat. You cheated the audience out of Christopher Daniels versus Shawn Michaels and Eddie Guerrero versus AJ Styles. That was my plans. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you got Shawn Michaels and Christopher Daniels, so you could do that. <laughs> I d- oh shit, that's right. Wait, who did you who did you uh, take from me? That's right. No, we'll I review that later. Yeah, I took Austin, RVD, Rock, Kurt Angle, Undertaker. So. Yes. <laughs> Oh yeah, no. I have to re- completely rework this uh, this card. Uh, I do have some, I do have some strange bedfellows in this in this roster, and so do you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I, I mean, but just looking at it, I think you know, I, I feel like a Monty Brown, Ric Flair type situation would be great. Booker T, you know, DDP, like all of those things. I like, I, I think I've got some interesting opportunities here. And I feel like we're going to discover some dream matches we didn't know that we uh, we were dreaming about. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, I'm looking at this right now. I got some plans. I, uh, You know, I'm going to make some tag team matches out of this for sure because you think you would have to. <laughs> well, yeah, was... but this is also the era where the, the fatal four-ways and triple threats were all the rage. So there, there's going to be a lot of interesting booking on the show. But I got to say, let's just get into it. There are a couple glaring uh, omissions here. Right off the bat, I think the biggest name that's uh, not on this list is The Big Show. Yeah, I mean, literally and figuratively. Um, Mike Awesome uh, was was on my list uh, that I just kind of put at the very bottom just because I didn't think he was going to be on your list because of his status at the time. Uh, we also didn't pick Kane. Kane this was, uh, 02 was a big year for Kane. This is when he got a little looser with his mask. He got more jacked. He was in prominent matches. Uh, yeah, Kane was left off our list, too. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I took Misawa, but uh, a glaring omission, Kento Kobashi did not get picked by anyone. And this is very close to that uh, Kento Kobashi, Samoa Joe, just masterpiece at Ring of Honor. So uh, the tag teams, Billy and Chuck, uh, <laughs> this is their run. So that kind of tells you how good the tag team division was there. But the Dudleys were around, the Hardys and the APA. Um, that was the four-way at WrestleMania, but this is when the Spanish announced team, um, or the Flying Elvises, as they were called in TNA with Sonny Siaki. Um, so, yeah, that was what I was talking about, but I just, I, you know, there was no one really for them to wrestle, you know? I mean, we could have gone somewhere and picked, you know, uh, put a thrown-together tag team, but we're going to do that anyway, so. I mean, for just us, we could have picked the Cubans. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, the Havana Pitbulls. Uh, yeah, they were in Ring of Honor short order after this, but uh, Lance Storm, the first uh, WCW appearance, um, Doug Williams, Ron Killings, the the NWA champion uh, at the end of 2002. So, um, but all as always, Jushin Thunder Liger on any list for the last 30 years, uh, 40 years at this point almost, and uh, uh, one of my all time favorites, Doctor Wagner. Those are kind of the the glaring omissions on my list. Do you have any more that uh, you thought would get picked that just didn't make the cut today? Well, I think uh, the guy that should be blamed for the Canadian destroyer being spammed every week, Petey Williams should be on there. Uh, <laughs> uh, Petey Williams was on there. Uh, who else did I have? Uh, uh, Chris Harris, Bobby Roode, uh, uh, James Storm, uh, those guys. 
But I think, you know, the only reason I didn't go with them is because I think they may have been 03, 04 guys. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, those are all guys that were – they were there. They were around TNA, but those tag teams weren't necessarily kicking off until 2003, 2004 when they started doing those World Cups and all that stuff. So, well, th- they'll definitely be on here for another draft at some point when we get back into the 2000s. So. Oh, absolutely. Other than that, Jamie Noble. Yes, he was on my list. Billy Kidman was another one. Yeah, not on my list. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think I think they had the best bell to bell match at Survivor Series 02. That shit was insane. Oh yeah, oh for sure. Jamie Noble is incredible. Uh, his if you guys get a chance, go find Jamie Noble's Ring of Honor stuff. Absolutely incredible. He has like a ninety minute match uh, at Ring of Honor. It's just amazing. So, yeah, Jamie Noble's one of the best. My final one uh, was Matt Hardy, just because this was my favorite Matt Hardy year. This was during the Mattitude Facts. This was during you know him uh, cutting weight and getting naked on the scale to qualify for a cruiserweight championship match. This was, I thought, was his better. This is when everyone took notice that oh, this is the worker of the two guys. This is the pro wrestler of the two guys. Uh, uh, the two guys meaning Jeff and Matt. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for us this week here with the creative team. Uh, Our teams are solidified, so what's going to happen now, Ron and I are going to go and uh, pull our hair out, or what's left of it in Ron's case, and uh, we're going to put together these match cards. We're going to come up with eight matches, and next week we will have three judges with us. Uh, The best two out of three takes the win. Uh, as as you all know, uh, going back a little bit, uh, we've done these drafts uh, over at Pro Wrestling Uncut. Uh, I am three and one. Ron is one and two. So Ron's trying to break 500. I'm trying to keep my winning record uh, going the way it's going. So I'm ready. I think you're gonna die in this case, Ronald. Uh, you want you want to cut a little promo? You gonna tell me how good you're gonna do with this 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 shabby roster you got going on here? Oh, man, a promo. A promo implies that I'm faking this shit. What I'm telling you is straight-up facts, bitch. Next week, I am going to present the best eight matches ever, and I am going to out-ratings you. I'm going to outperform you. I'm going to go bell to bell, whoop that ass from start to finish. No one's going to change the channel when they're on my show. They're going to be wowed, shocked, amazed that I am going to take my roster and shove them straight up your ass. Because I am the backbone of the creative team. Uh, you may be the backbone, but I am the hearts and brain. <laughs> uh, I am the hearts and brain of the creative team. Not really. I'm not the brain. I'm just a guy that talks, man. <laughs> Ron does all the, the brainy stuff. And uh, yeah, but I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, in all seriousness, um, this was my brainchild. This is something because, like I said, I've been doing fantasy sports for 20 years now, and I always, I just this idea just hit me as one of those, you know, uh, bathroom moments. Where like, oh man, that would be a lot of fun. And I just thank you for allowing me to do this. I'm so glad that you fans like it. That uh, this is one of the things we get the best reactions out of. So please uh, like and share on our social media. Go find the creative team on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. Uh, follow me. I'm Cole2130 on Instagram and the Twitter. And uh, you can find me, uh, Cole Dawson, on Facebook. Uh, Ronald, do you want to tell the people where they can uh, send their hate tweets? <laughs> oh, yes. Follow the creative team at, at Creative Team Pod at Twitter and follow me at Ron for your life. I have no followers. Give me some, please. And uh, so 
yeah, that's where you can follow us. That's where you can find us. And we are going to be um, editing this out because I'm hitting a wall. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in. <laughs> Leave it in. Leave it in. But yeah, that's where you can oh. find us. Uh, we are going to come at you next week with some more dramatic, debatable action. Uh, and we have judges on the way to solidify a winner for the first ever creative team fantasy draft. And I'm just going to keep going higher until my sentence ends. Ah, uh, yes. The judges will agree with me next week live on the creative team podcast. <laughs> so for Ron, I am your host, Cole Dawson, saying thank you and good night. <laughs>